Hello and welcome to CBuzz, a collaboration between the Columbus Chamber, CD1025, and the Columbus Dispatch. This is the show where we bring you the best stories from Columbus business owners. I'm your host, Dan Swordout, and today's story is brought to you by Rev1. Rev1 is a seed stage venture development organization that combines investment capital and strategic services to help entrepreneurs build products people want and to build companies that succeed. Today, we're talking with an entrepreneur that Rev1 has helped support. I would like to welcome from Ardina, Sean Young. Sean, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you here. Glad to be here, Dan. Thanks. Sean, tell us a little bit about Ardina, what it is and what it does. Yeah, at Ardina, we want to ensure everyone has access to affordable health care. So we like to call ourselves the AAA for health care. So uh, just like AAA membership, you get roadside assistance and travel discounts. With Ardina membership, you get unlimited access to a doctor, a nurse, a pharmacist. So if your kid wakes up with pink eye or you have a UTI, you can call a doctor get a prescription and get discounts on chiropractor dental vision lab so everything your household needs to stay healthy and well so you're bringing kind of a new perspective almost to the healthcare market that's right yeah um, in fact with health insurance a lot of us now have high deductibles where nothing is covered until you hit it right but we get the aches and bruises, we get the coughs and colds, so we wanna help you get affordable healthcare for all the common daily uh, healthcare needs. Now, you have an interesting background that has prepared you for Ardina in that you have a background in both medicine and business. Can you tell us a little bit? You have a, a farm D and then you got an MBA from a little little school called Harvard. Could you tell us a little bit about that journey through the education process and how that prepared you to get where you're at now? Yeah, I wish I, I wish there was a great story that weaves everything together, Dan, but it was just a little bit of career ADD, just changing <laughs> jobs every year and just staying in the healthcare field. I found myself having experience from pharmacy as a pharmacist to hospital to managed care to pharmaceuticals, a little government work uh, before getting my MBA and, and uh, spent uh, about 10 years after that in kind of the business, the headquarter aspect, both at Walmart and at Cardinal Health, which kind of, again, prepared me to launch this startup, which has been fantastic. You have the background at big companies like Walmart, like Cardinal Health. Some of the past entrepreneurs here on CBuzz have said that one of the great things about Columbus for starting a business, for being an entrepreneur, is that you have tremendous talent who have built their skills at companies like Cardinal Health nationwide, these gigantic companies where people have, have the ability to learn and to grow in their talents. Did you find that to be the case going from Cardinal to Ardina? Yeah, actually, uh, one interesting thing about the uh, startup founders I meet around town, a lot of them have experience before doing their startup. The myth of a college dropout or someone that creates a billion dollar company right out of school um, is maybe more of a myth. But in Columbus, a lot of people get their skills at big companies or even working with smaller and mid-sized companies before venturing out on their own. So for myself, yeah, I picked up a lot of the skills, sales, marketing, operations, HR, finance, legal, at these big companies. But to the truth be told, Dan, nothing could have prepared me for starting a startup. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a great career already. I mean, yeah. you've got the great career at these big companies. I'm sure you're doing very, very well. Yeah. 
comfortable. And then the moment comes where I have this idea, I want to go out on my own. What was that like? How long were you thinking about becoming an entrepreneur? And what was the moment like when you decided this is my time? That's great. So I've been thinking about it ever since I was in college. I'm uh -huh. a little bit of a late bloomer. A lot of my friends were in Silicon Valley telling me going to all these dot-com uh, startups and, and, uh, and maybe 20 years later is when I took my journey. Um, but, but the idea, one thing that I've seen is I initially wanted to be a virtual student health center for colleges, uh -huh. but the idea kept, kept morphing until uh, it is what it is today. Um, and I think that's one of the really great lessons of a startup. Don't really be fixed to your idea, but be willing to evolve to what the customer needs from you. So you had one idea that kind of morphed into something different. Could you explain that process? Yeah. Did you go out and search how you might fill the need for your initial idea and how the feedback and information you learn kind of pivoted you towards the direction of Ardina? That's a great question. So um, the two things I'd spent a lot of time, and this was some advice I received early on from other startups, is go talk to customers, share with them your idea. So I spent a lot of time uh, working with the early customers and the early concept and really weren't getting much traction, but then hearing what their feedback and what their needs were started leading me down the path. The other side was talking to a lot of founders and one great thing about Columbus, everyone is willing to meet with you, grab coffee and help you and provide advice. Right. Uh, the, the, the community is so supportive that someone also told me, talk to as many entrepreneurial founders who've been there and done that and think of what they've done to be successful and how can your, your concept, you know, basically be a, a Midwest, uh, a successful startup. What was that initial round of funding like for you? Because you're going into a segment that is a multi multi-billion dollar segment. Everyone always talks about how big a chunk of the U.S. economy is healthcare. So obviously you can't go into this segment with just a few bucks in your pocket because you are really going into something that is, is huge on a tremendous scale for a ever-growing uh, country and company. Yeah, uh, you know, if, if this is an advice for any uh, aspiring entrepreneurs out there, Go and try to solve a problem in a big market. So healthcare is $3 trillion. Yeah. If you hit a single in a $3 trillion market, you're still making a big impact as a business versus if your concept was maybe a million-dollar market, you'd probably have to capture the entire market uh -huh. to do well for yourself. So going after in healthcare, I've spent 20 years in almost every part of healthcare. It's just what I know. It's what I'm passionate about. And actually, a lot of it was informed when my first day as a pharmacist, I actually saw a mom who couldn't afford the prescription for her daughter. Oh. And I started to see that happening almost every day when I was behind the counter. And I just had this passion. How do I help her? Because that story has been you hear so much of that type of story that people can't afford healthcare, but knowing what I know based on my experience, I'm hoping to bring bring solutions to life for that person. That's awesome. So, so you did go out though and find some initial funding for your idea because you had That's a correct. good idea in a big market. Yeah. So, how did you go out and and hook up with that initial funding? And and beyond that, yeah. how did you hook up with Rev1 and what has Rev1 provided you with? Yeah, so actually through through networking, I met I met Wayne Embry over at Rev1 and we've had great conversations. He has a lot of background on healthcare and it's complementary for to to my experience, but not only that, Rev1 was able to hook me up with the 
best lawyers, accountants, marketing, sales organizations, developers in town. And really as a startup, it's all about the ecosystem and the partners you mm-hmm. have. If you're a small team, you really can't be an expert at everything. And Rev1 has helped out immensely in giving us that, uh, that infrastructure and that ecosystem to tap into. Um, but, but from a funding standpoint, again, like I said, going after a big market is probably the best thing you can do, even if you make multiple pivots, but you still stay in that big market, there's a chance of a big success for your startup. That is, uh, that is fantastic advice. And I think that is a kind of a newer perspective on CBUS, the idea of pivoting, but still pivoting within a tremendously big space. Because like you said, if you pivot in a small space, that could just change the whole game. That's right. That's right. I always like hearing about from an entrepreneur what it's like those initial few weeks, yeah. months after you leave the job, because you've got a great job yeah. at Cardinal Health, a phenomenal company, and then you kind of venture into the unknown. And that's one of the, I think, scariest parts for any entrepreneur is you are walking from a comfortable situation into a completely unknown environment. What were those first weeks, months like for you as you said goodbye to your previous career and hello to being an entrepreneur? I'll I'll tell you the first month was probably the honeymoon phase where this is great. I set my own schedule and then reality (laughs) starts to kick you in the face. Right. Uh, um, Probably about the month six is when I finally realize I really have no idea what I'm I'm doing uh-huh. and the truth still sets you free. Um, <laughs> it, we actually spent a lot more time at that point figuring out and talking to customers even more than we were in the past. And, and our idea of being a AAA membership for healthcare started to morph until we started to see who was signing up for mm-hmm. membership. And what we actually found were the people signing up were the uninsured, the young, healthy, uninsured. Right. They were actually, rather than being a complement for, uh, for insurance, they were actually using it as a substitute. And what oh. they're telling me is they couldn't afford to get full health insurance, but they still get sick and they don't want to be uninsured. So right. again, listening to the customer and evolving based on their need, we're doing it a lot in the beginning and we did it a whole lot more after that. You've already mentioned a little bit about why Columbus is a great place to start a company. And and we talked a little bit about the show, about your history. You've been in California. You've been in Boston. You've been in Arkansas. And then you came to Columbus. So you have experience all across the country, big companies all across the country. Why did you decide to stay in Columbus to start your business. I actually think this is um, good insight for anyone out there starting a business here or growing a business here. When I was at Walmart, I got consumer research from Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, Novartis, all these big, great marketing firms. Sure. And they always had Columbus as the focus group. And it's interesting. So if you look at Columbus, it's so representative of the U.S. Yeah. That I just had this belief, if I can build a company in Columbus, the chances of scaling outside of Columbus is, is much higher than doing it in a maybe a dense city like New York or a very different demographic in San Francisco. So that's actually what brought me to Columbus. Uh, really? Then. Yeah. Interesting, because I grew up here, and you always used to hear that Columbus was like the test market for, you know, if Wendy's has a new hamburger, they're testing it here before they launch it uh, nationwide. And, and, and you have found that that applies to 
all sorts of businesses right here in Columbus. Even even better, Taco Bell tested Doritos Tacos Locals here, and McDonald's is now doing the Bigger Mac here. So it also, <laughs> <laughs> if you just look at signals around town, there's some interesting uh, things that you can extract. But the other thing I really love about Columbus is um, I was traveling a lot from my job. Sure. Probably three to four nights a week I was traveling. I Because of the diversity of businesses here and the size of Columbus, I haven't been on a plane since I started this startup. I've got no a, kidding. I've got two little kids. Uh, a one is one years old. The other is four. And I've had dinner at home every night. It's, it's, it's the best place for anyone out there. It's the best place to start a business. That is tremendous. You are able, you find to balance work and family life better here in Columbus than you think you would in a startup in another city. Yeah. And, and to be even one step further, the mortgage I'm paying for our home is about <laughs> half what I would have paid for rent had I gone out to the West Coast. Outstanding. Uh, Ardina, t uh, tell us a little bit how we can find out more about Ardina yeah. online, social media, things like that. That's great. Yeah, so we're at myardina.com, M-Y-A-R-D-I-N-A.com. And, and just a little bit of background on the name, Dan. Yeah. The state bird of Ohio is cardinal. Yes. If you take away the C and the L, you get Ardina. We yeah. really want it to be a made in Ohio startup. So if that helps with anyone remembering uh, Ardina, go check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as online. Fantastic. And before we go, and I want to thank you again, Sean, so much for being here. This has been a really fascinating conversation because I thought I think you've brought some really unique insights to CBuzz about being an entrepreneur and about being an entrepreneur here in Central Ohio. You know. We have the listeners from all across the country. What advice for all entrepreneurs anywhere, not even just Columbus, what is some of the key advice you would give to entrepreneurs out there who may be listening to your story, who may find you, Sean, as an inspiration as they make that leap into the unknown themselves? Uh, the best advice is get help and help others. Uh, the one great thing I received early on was help from great mentors in town, Brian Zerker, Ben Blancara, Angela Mazzocco, and they all want to see this ecosystem thrive. And they also know as a startup, you can't do it yourself. So as much as you get help, help everyone else out there and pay it forward. What is next for Ardina? What do you see? What do you see three, four, five years down the road? Because I think this is a fascinating, fascinating business that you've gone into that, again, has kind of a social component to it that can do a lot of good for people as well. Obviously, you have some big ideas. You're in a big space, as we've talked about on several occasions. So what do you see for the future? Yeah, so if, if our target consumer, what we're realizing is someone that's young, healthy, but uninsured, they don't like being uninsured, so maybe we'll start to venture into a different space to help them get coverage when they need it affordably. Excellent. Excellent. Sean Young Ardina, thank you so much for being with us here today. This has been a truly phenomenal discussion, and, and I'm excited to have you here. I was excited to learn about your business, and I was excited to hear your insights, and I think our listeners out there are really going to take a lot away from this episode. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it.
No, thank you, Sean, and thank you for listening to CBuzz. I'm Dan Swartout. CBuzz is a collaboration between the Columbus Chamber, CD1025, and the Columbus Dispatch. CBuzz is produced by Delara Casey, engineering by Mark Pasternak from Jump Goat Media, and the recording studio is provided by GrooveU. Thank you to our partners, Rev1, for bringing us today's episode. Rev1, helping entrepreneurs build products people want, like Ardina and creating companies that succeed like Ardina. Sean, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to CBuzz. If you like the show, go on iTunes, give us a little feedback, hit us up with a five star rating. We'd appreciate it very much. It helps us continue to bring you all of the great stories that we do from these phenomenal, phenomenal entrepreneurs. And we will catch you next time here on CBuzz. Thanks again. Thanks again.